All things automotive with the petrol head, Nicole Smith. 8.36, you are with SFM 104 to 107. I'm Michelle Constant, and he's on the couch with his coffee, Nico, our petrol head. Nico, how's it? Michelle, how are you? Why are you sounding so far away? I don't know. I'm actually very close. I'm just in Pretoria. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's uh, put that volume up. And uh, we're going to get cracking on the game today. We're back into our usual position, which is, um, well, for you, it's on the couch. For me, it's here. But uh, more seriously, it is the 52-week challenge. We are now on to week, let me just check. I think it's week, is it 48? It's week 48. It's week 48. I um, asked you to uh, please choose the question. Actually, you asked me, me to choose the question, and then you failed dismally both at the question. (laughs) (laughs) I thought my timing was okay. And your your timing was 17 and a half seconds. Mine, Mm -hmm. the week before, was 13 and a half seconds. Okay, well, let's see this week how it goes, and then we reevaluate. How does that sound? Okay, I think that's <laughs> not a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, so are you ready? Wait, just give me a breath. Oh, you can't. You must go. You must like. Oh, I can't oh, just sorry. like hold oh, on to my oh, breath okay. forever. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Wait. Take a breath. Wait. Hold on. Three, two, one, go. Lucky Alan, Roger, Roger, Polly, Temba, Hans, Jeffrey, Ian, Hans, Vish, Lucky Ronde, Raditi, Rod, Galani, Temba, Gail, Ray, Anthony, Anthony, Nick, Temba, Carl, Mohungu, Eldred, Uva, Uva, Lin, Sun, Husband, Charlie, Ronde, Casper, Gerald, Aubrey, Alan, Jeffrey, Peter, Bongani, Imran, Ken, Shane, Tubela, Judy, Jeffrey, Hans, Mike, Peter, and Derbs, Lin, Husband, Charlie, Award. 27.9 seconds. You are a <laughs> lying scum. <laughs> 15.33. 15.33, no ways. Yes, 15.33. So with by adding Lids, Lynn's husband, Charlie, you're telling me I put on two seconds. I don't know what you've done, but you know how quickly okay, you put on Okay, I'm going to, I'm next week, Indosh is going to put the timer on because I don't trust you at all. Oh, come on. That's, oh. This, is, this is bad. Okay. Okay, so, so what's the question? the question? Yeah. Okay, can, um, can, um, I just want to make sure that you can hear me on the line. Clearly. Yes. Yeah, we can hear you clearly. And then, uh, who, um, um, sorry, who's, who's answering the question? Oh, answering the question is Lynn's husband, Charlie. Charlie, that's what I mean. Sorry, Charlie, can you hear me clearly? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> okay, Charlie, so off we go. I think today would be, I think it's easier, but I'm not going to give you the answer if you're right or wrong. Uh, I'm just going to ask the question. Which one does not fit? So this is a good old multiple choice. Which one does not fit? Uh, 130R, the corkscrew, the carousel, uh, Maribu, or Hoffmeister kick. Which one does not fit? Uh, the uh, 130R, the corkscrew, the carousel, Maribu, or the Hoffmeister kink? No, I don't have any idea. Thank you. <laughs> okay, no, Lynn, Lynn, I can hear you in the background. There's absolutely no like working with your partners, even though you are named as the winner, Lynn's husband, Charlie. Sorry, Lynn, can't be done. So, Charlie, you're out. Boom, gone. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so, it's, okay, well, let's see. Yeah, you uh, have to. I, I think I have a suspicion what this is. Um, but I think you should just read them out again slowly. The 130R, 
the corkscrew, the carousel, um, Maribu, or the Hofmeister kink. The carousel, Maribu, or the Hofmeister kink. Okay, so which one is the odd man or woman out? Is it the 130R, the corkscrew, the carousel, the Maribu, or the Hofmeister kink? And yes, you, yes, Maribu, yes, yes. And you are welcome to send us your SMS on 41391. You can also give us a call on 7142006 or you can WhatsApp us on 0614104107. 0614104107. You could try and get cheeky and do it on Twitter as well, but that may take a little longer time. So, Nico, we're talking cars. What is that? Is that a, an engine in the background or is that you clearing your throat? No, that's me clearing my throat. I have a, a froggy in my throat this morning. Sounds, so like, a, sounds like a V8. <laughs> you know what? The problem is there's no cough button because I've got, I've got earphones in, um, yes. but I have no cough button. So that's why I can't put a little cough button and cough away. So let okay. me start. So start. First of all, um, let's talk a little a bit about things in the car that are buttons or functions or switches mm. that we might not know about that sometimes make life easier. Some of them we have covered before. Um, let me ask you, maybe you remember this one. How do I know if you're driving a higher car, which side the, the filler cap would be on? The, the what? The fuel. So if you want to put in fuel, yeah. which side is the flat? How would you know if you're driving a car that you don't know at all? You're just climbing in a car and you now have to put fuel in. Is, is it, it not always side? on the right-hand side? No, it is not. It is oh. sometimes on the left and sometimes on the right. But it's actually, there's a quite a, an easy way to see. On most cars I've seen, I would say 99.9% of the time, if you look next to the fuel, um, where, the, where the gauge is that tells you um, how much fuel is left, there's yeah. normally a little fuel pump. And then there's a little arrow next to it that points either to the left or to the right. And that is where the fuel cap is. So have a look, even in your um, in any car, if you're driving in a car right now, Michelle, when you climb in your car later, mm. have a look in your car. Yeah. In the gauge, the fuel pump, you'll see a little arrow. And when it's showing to the right, of course, the cap's to the right. Or when it's showing to the left, the cap is to the left. You know, I have to say that this is like one of the silliest questions ever. Because when you, do you want to like just um, put your phone down? Okay, get, get it out. Like, I apologize, I apologize. Okay. Okay. So, so Nico, here's the thing: is when you say, "How would you know um, uh, whether something is uh, on the left or the right of your car?" I mean, mm-hmm. how we would know is just by looking at the car before we even get into it. You're right, but it doesn't happen. Uh, that's a great point. But I'm, for instance, I drive different cars a lot of the time, and then I get to the filling, you know, as I drive to the filling station, I'm thinking, "Oh no, is it left or right?" Um, but really, that ha- it happens to me a lot. I look down and, okay, the little arrow is going to the right or left. So that's actually quite convenient because most people, um, I would think, just climb in the car and drive it until it's yes. time to fill up. Okay. And some people even forget on their own car. All right, let's move on to little lights in a car. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've seen that there are blue lights, green lights, red lights, and yellow lights as warning. So a blue light is normally something you'd use that gives you info. Like, let's say you're, you're bright. When your yeah. lights are on, that's a blue light that informs you. A green light is everything is good. So a green light normally is everything is okay and everything is good. Mm. When you see any yellow, and we're talking about the dash now, of course, not your radio. When you see any yellow light in the dash, that's normally a warning that is serious. In other words, that yellow light says something's wrong, 
drive to where you can stop and get it checked out. So you yeah. can drive a bit more, but get it fixed as soon as you can. Don't wait. And a yeah. red light is, is a really stop. Something's wrong. Yeah, so do not move. Light, do not pass go. Exactly. Stop as quick as you can and get this fixed. So be, don't mess around with red lights in your car because, for instance, if you have a red oil lamp, it means there's no oil in your car. By driving another 50K or 100K, you might do big damage. Yeah. The car overheats normally. The, the, you get a red symbol that warns you about this. So yellow is normally dangerous. It just look by, as soon as you can. Red is a no-go zone. Okay. So I want to just um, make some notes. Gail in Kloof says in the older cars there was no um, – there was no arrow, but the Bowser was either on the left or the right. That's Gail in Kloof in, in KwaZulu-Natal. Um, Pau from Mtata, nope, you've got it wrong. And also um, Hans and Strauss Bay, you've got it wrong. Someone else sent a message. They didn't say your name, but you've also got it wrong. And there's a couple of others. So far, no one's got it right. Um, but Azi wants to know, and this is a different question. Yes. What are your thoughts on the 27 Ford Focus 1-litre EcoBoost Trend 5DR? Um, as he is considering buying a pre-owned one. 20, 2007? Mm. Um, and it's a Ford Focus. Ford uh, Focus? Yeah. No, 2017, not 2007. Uh, 2017. 2017. Yeah. Focus, and it's the 1-litre. Yeah, the 1-litre EcoBoost Trend 5DR. Oh, so the Focus is a great car. Um, I've always thought the Focus is very underrated and, and a, a very good product. And that engine has won World Engine of the Year quite a, in, uh, a few times, that, that, that specific turbocharged one-meter engine. Yeah. So I think it's a, um, it's a great car. I think it's a great engine. It, it, it's light on fuel. Um, make sure the car's looked after well and it has had all its services and it's not been in a major accident. Then it's a really nice car. I like it a lot. I would go for it. So it's is a, he, very is, underrated, but it's a very good car and a great engine. So, Z, I hope you heard that. Um, Nico is saying that the 2017 Ford Focus 1-litre EcoBoost Trend 5DR is underrated, but he rates it. And we rate Nico, so that makes it all okay. So, Nico, just <laughs> briefly... By virtue of knowing me. Just, okay, yes. You need to just briefly read out that question again. Okay. Let me just get the question because I have a, a question back. Let me just page back to that. Which one does not fit? Um... 130R, the corkscrew, the carousel, Maribu, or the Hofmeister kink? Which one does not fit? 130R, the corkscrew, the carousel, Maribu, Maribu, Hofmeister kink? Okie doke. So the 130R, the corkscrew, the carousel, the Maribu, or the Hofmeister kink? Which one? Just Maribu. Not the Maribu, just Maribu. Just Maribu. The carousel, a carousel Maribu Hofmeister kink. Yes. Okay. Well, we, we seem to be having lots and lots of uh, answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody is, is getting it right. How interesting. That um, is interesting. Yeah. So, okay, Nico, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, oh, we just lost Nico. I think he coughed the phone down. We need to go to a break anyway. All things automotive with the petrol head, Niku Smith. We've got the petrol head. What did you do there? Just, uh, you, you had no, to, to go. go oh, you don't know. But I'm back. <laughs> he's back and he's beautiful. Okay, Nico. Okay. So, yeah. Back to cars. Okay, so another one I see and I see this. Nico? 
Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, you just, you're just disappearing and appearing. Uh, and no, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the rain or something. No, you're wearing your Harry Potter invisible... <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. Okay, so this one I see um, people get wrong quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and it has to do with the height of your headlights. So um, a lot of... And it's normally on older cars next to your headlights. So when you switch your headlights on and off, there's a, a little scroll wheel. And that normally has got a zero, one, two, three. And the idea with that is to set the headlights when you've got a lot of weight at the back of the car. So if you're driving the car, and let's say you're alone, but you've got a lot of weight in the boot, yeah. then the back of the car would lower. So your headlights would now shine into the, into the sky when you'd blind oncoming cars. And then you use that little scroll wheel to go to one, two, or three, because that basically moves the headlights down so that it's not blinding oncoming cars. Yes. In, in effect means that if you're normally driving with your family or on your own, that scroll wheel should be on zero. Because if it's on one, two, or three, it means that the lights are shining just in front of the car and they don't have their full range. So um, make sure that if you have the scroll wheel next to your headlight, mm-hmm. one, two, and zero, one, two, and three, that is set on zero. Because otherwise you've decreased uh, the range of your headlights. Be careful, there's normally another one that you would turn, which is the one that is the interior light. In other words, making it dimmer or brighter inside. This scroll yeah. wheel is next to the light and it's numbered from zero, which is where it should be, to one, two, and three. So just for clarity, so that's if you've got something heavy in the back of your car. That's it. So if you're alone in the car and something heavy, what happens is the back of the car drops. Yes. Now your headlights are blind, your normal headlights are blinding oncoming cars. <laughs> so then you go to one, two, or three, which means you're setting the lights down so they shine in the correct position but if there's no weight in the back of the car that means that the range of the headlights come closer so you're losing range of the headlights if you are doing that um, when there's no weight in the back of the car so if i'm driving alone in my car and i don't have anything heavy in the back of my car zero. like it should be on zero it should be on zero but if i That's do it. have something in the back of my car it should be on you can set it on depending on the weight of the back, one, two, three. I would actually simply leave it on zero and keep it there. That's the simplest. I wouldn't mess with it. Yeah, but you'd like, now, one minute you're telling us that if you have it on zero and there's a weight in the no, back of your car, no, no. Yes, but you're going to blind people, the people. That's it, but people don't normally that often, um, or rarely do people load seven sandbags in the back of their car when they're alone in the car. So if you have the family plus weight, I think it's still okay because then the whole car drops. It's only when the back of the car drops and not the front. That means one person and a big load at the back. Then okay. you can set it to one, two, and three. And you can play with it a little bit because you can physically see the lights move. So simply yeah. do this at night. So switch on the light and then turn the little scroll wheel. You can see how the headlights move further or closer. You can actually see it clearly. The reason why it's not on, 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 on modern cars, when you have something like a Zenon headlight, mm. those will adjust the range automatically. So they're self-adjusting. So when you start the car with Zenon headlights, which are actually not already old technology, you actually see the headlights move up and down as they set themselves. And then if you load the car, they will automatically set themselves again. So the newer lights are okay, but all the um, halogen lights and some of the old xenon lights, you have to set the, 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 the high, let's call it the height of where the lights are shining. You know, it's interesting because the, the stuff you're talking about, Nico, talks to the idea of, um, how can one say this? But how we actually use our cars, like there is so much in your car, but you, you in fact, I, and I'm, I'm absolutely one of these people. I don't think I know how half the stuff in my car works. That's the thing is we buy them and, and they seem simple, but they're really actually quite 
quite amazing things and quite complex things. And that's why I do things like this. And, and you talk about some things you might not know. Let's talk about another one you might not know. Yeah. As uh, automatic headlights, uh, automatic wipers. Yes. So, uh, on a lot of cars, but you can, if you just look at the stalk, it'll tell you where to set it. So uh, your car, Michelle, for instance, and a lot of cars is like your car. If your, um, your wiper stalk is on zero, that's off. And if you click it one click up, that's on auto. So if your wiper stalk is one click up, that would mean that if it starts running, the wipers would start automatically. Yeah. In other cars, you'd actually have a little, um, on the side of the wiper stalk, you simply have to turn it to the auto position. Um, and then as it rains, the wipers will start working automatically. So more and more, actually quite a lot of cars or a high percentage of cars nowadays have automatic wipers. And the sensor sits behind the, uh, uh, the rear view mirror. So if you look the rear view mirror on the inside in the center of the car, on the outside, if you have a look there, that's where the rain sensor sits. And if you actually have your headlight, your, your wipers on auto and you just touch it with your finger, you'll actually see the wipers start working because it works with light. So it refracts light. And when there's a water drop, the, that light um, refracts slightly different and it tells the car that there's water and it should wipe. Okay, Nico, I'm talking of water and wiping. There's a question. Yeah. From, it's not really a question. What well, is a sort of question saying, hi, Michelle and Nico. At a service station, an attendant that I'm familiar mm. with at the garage did not close the radio cap properly. I had oh, yeah. traveled about 10 kilometers when I noticed smoke or steam mm. blowing out of the bonnet and I stopped immediately. Um, and now I, they had to get a trotac come because the valves and the gasket, I think it's gasket, gasket are gone. So, and they said your engine will seize. So Good we job. towed and the coolant in the radiator was empty, splattered and had messed the engine. Now there's major damage. Um, so the owner paid for the engine to be clean. But so who is responsible for that? And uh, I'm concerned. Any advice, comments, thank you very much, etc. I guess it's a difficult one because um, um, number one is you could say, listen, um, you, you can blame the petrol tenant if you want because he didn't put on the cap properly. But you, as an owner um, of the car, should also take some responsibility in having a look. So it's a difficult one for me to get involved in to say, uh, because I think, um, yes, whoever put in the coolant should have checked it properly. But um, there could probably, be, I guess, be an argument as well that you as an owner um, also have to make sure that it's okay. Mm. So my advice then in this case would be for anybody, if you're getting the oil ticked, to have a look yourself, even if you don't know what the heck the guy's doing, um, and make sure the cap is on. And if you're checking water, do it with a car that's cold. And again, yourself, just double check the cap is on because um, it is human to make a mistake and somebody made a mistake, which unfortunately is very costly. And it's nice that the garage owner paid for it. Um, but it's also, uh, yeah, I, I guess it, it's... No, I don't, think the owner, the, I don't think the owner did pay for it, but nevertheless... Um, you, you, can, you can take this on if you want to, of course, um, because there are instances where at filling stations, uh, attendants, unfortunately, put diesel in petrol cars. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, so it, it is an issue, and it is a difficult one to answer. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I don't want to lay blame on anybody, um, you know, yeah. whoever's guilty, but of course... It's but you could take it back to the garage and try and find I, out. I would try and take it back to the garage. That's what I suggest. Okay, so now apparently I've been saying Maribu, as in like the bird. It's yeah. Mirabo. Mirabo. Uh, there you go. Yes. Mirabo. And um, in fact. <laughs> Whoever corrected you then obviously has the answer as well. Yes. So, like, I, I'm sorry, guys. I made it work far harder for you. So, we've had lots of questions. We've had Mirabo, we've had corkscrew, we've had um, all sorts of answers. But the guy who got it right is. Yes. Can I do it? Can I say it? 
because time yes. is running out. Is do, do, oh, we have to. We have a drum roll. No, we don't have a drum roll. Okay. <laughs> is Hans and Strace by? Because Hans says it's not Maribu. It's Mirabu. Mirabu. And yeah. therefore, the Hofmeister kink is the odd one out. We've and had what li- is the Hofmeister? Did he say what is the Hofmeister kink? No, you not? didn't ask. You just said which one is the odd uh, one out. Okay, great. Okay, so let's talk about it quickly. So, um, in any racing driver or any racetrack, normally, um, there are corners, some are easier and more difficult. And then you get certain racetracks that have corners that really test the racing drivers um, and really are ones where you, your, your heart is in your throat as you go through there every time because you want to go through there as, as quick as you can. But when things go wrong, you can go wrong spectacularly. So um, these are some corners that are world-famous corners, like the, the corkscrew is a corner at, at Laguna Seca which is a, a corner that drops away from you, quite a daunting one. Uh, the carousel, of course, is in the Nürburgring. Um, I guess the carousel is not that, uh, well, I, it's not that fast, but it's an it's a, a uneven corner and a band corner, quite slow, but I guess um, quite difficult. Yeah. Then what, 130R is a very difficult corner in Suzuka in Japan. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, Maribo is... Um, um, uh, uh, Mirabo. Sorry, Mirabo. I'm saying Mirabo. yes, my apologies, is a very difficult corner in Monaco. And the Hofmeister Kink, effectively, is a, a design on a BMW. So if you look at a BMW and you open the back door, um, where the window, um, uh, when you look at the shoulder line, that flight line, it then goes up and has a bit of a kink. And that kink in the window design um, of a BMW is called the Hofmeister Kink. Um, so it's actually a, a certain design, and BM, uh, you'll see that all BMWs will have that Hofmeister King because it's a part of, a des- of their design language. Okay, so the Hofmeister Kink is the one that's out because it's actually part of the BMW, and the rest are all part oh. of a oh. race track. Well, there we go. Thrace by Hunts, you just got yourself right, probably because I got it so wrong. Nevertheless, we continue. Nine o'clock, time for the news. Good morning.